great holiday. We had Christmas, we had New Year's, we had my birthday, and we had yeah. my wedding anniversary. And yeah, That's right. Was, every every holiday that happens to me happens like right there. And, <laughs> it's um, always so, yeah, been, been a busy week. Period. <laughs> but I hope you guys all had a good holiday season, even though you might not have as many fun events as I did. Uh, <laughs> but we're good to. Good to see you guys back for Critical Conversations, episode number 16. 16, I think, yeah, in the yeah, new yeah, right. year, 2021. Yeah. It's good to have a little time off. Uh, if this is your first time with us, my name is Sam Castles. This is my co-host, as always, Jared Bessie. And we are a show that takes current events, political news, uh, whatever, philosophy, old news, old topics, and try to have healthy conversations about them and be accountable to the truth and uh, good dialogue. Avoid, yeah. avoid extremism and crazy positions that inflame. That's the idea. So, right, which none of that has happened in the last week. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> you can see why we do this. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, good segue, Jared, because approximately three days ago, we were like, "What are we? What are we going to talk about?" We kind of yeah, we had some we, ideas from last had year. Some things, right. We could talk about Georgia. We'll still talk about Georgia, but it was like, ah, yeah. Yes. And then, you know, <laughs> this week happened. Um, right. <laughs> so there was, yeah, a lot happened yesterday and specific today is Thursday. So the Georgia election and then the, what are you, I mean, what are we even calling this day? I feel like uh, capital, capital riot. Capital crisis, crisis capital on Capitol crisis. Hill. I don't Critical know. <laughs> conversations, capital crisis, like that can be the name of the episode. I think so. The four C's. But yeah, you have so to, we're gonna have to write our, our headline in the name of the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> our show yeah. name in the episode title. Exactly. So suddenly we have a lot of things to talk about. So do you want to, <laughs> I don't know what the best order to go in is, but we figured we'd talk a little bit about the Georgia Senate vote, talk about the riot itself talk a little bit about the electoral vote confirmed which was that night which is crazy and i'll talk about why yeah, i think I mean, it's crazy it all happened in the last it, yeah. you know, 4 a.m this morning they certified uh, yep. so that's and, wild right yeah. right right yeah but before i jump to all of that uh yet another thing happened hey it's probably two or three hours ago now but uh i won't pull up an article or anything you you guys will probably have seen it by then but President Trump finally releases a video in which it, it's basically a concession speech. Uh, he, yep. he talks about, uh, you know, he condemns the violence, condemns the riot. Uh, and he says that my only goal was to have a fair election where voters are verified who vote and something like that for pursuing yep. a democracy. Explained. We've been, you know, I tried these all these different lawsuits to make sure it was fair and unbiased. And yeah, but he says his only goal was to protect democracy. And then he says, uh, now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. And which he says there will be a new administration in two weeks. Fantastic, and exactly what he should have given on November seventh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two months That's ago. It, yeah, it really does feel like the latest concession speech of all time. It um, is the latest concession speech of all time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we've had a later yeah, it, one. So. <laughs> yep. Yep. Twelve days or thirteen days before inauguration. Yeah, there's been a a giant tone shift from 
the morning of the 6th to now because the morning of the 6th was still same old, same old, you know, it was stolen. It was stolen. It was stolen. Everything that he yeah. said had to start and end with it was stolen. And it seems like after the debacle of yesterday and Pence confirming the votes and the, you know, they right. had a debate and all of that, I think at least Trump and, and Jared mentioned this before we went on air. Would, would he have behaved different without this Capitol riot? Would he still be claiming the election was stolen or was that sort of his last stand all along? Because it certainly seems to be the case now that he's just done and right. he's ready to move on. He did say at the very end of his video, our journey is just beginning. And Our journey is just beginning. Be, buckle up or prepare for the yeah. ride or something like. Yes. So 2024. Let's let's back up and let's talk about yesterday and kind of what led us to yes. this. And then we'll circle back around to Georgia and uh, what the future holds. Before we do that, don't forget okay. your thought. I have to address the other elephant in the room. My camera is facing oh, a different, yeah. <laughs> different direction. <laughs> I got a webcam for Christmas and I won't go into details, but it's basically going to be like this for today. And then we'll see if it <laughs> goes back to a different angle. But I was way too lazy to like rearrange all the monitor structures. And hey, I'm liking the was... new angle. It looks, it looks fun. <laughs> it looks good. I'm very happy. Thanks to my dad for picking up his camera. Thanks, dad. And, very nice. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. So I like you can that... see all three panels in the background as opposed to. Yeah, you always wondered what that left panel was. Oh, but it's kind of an issue because can you tell it's a little like not quite straight? In my opinion. Uh, oh, yeah, a little narrows bit. Narrows here a and then it gets bit. wider. It gets wider. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, I, I just want to blame Catherine for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to ruin that. So you guys will just be looking at that the whole time. <laughs> how much Perfect. it drives me crazy. Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry. We were looking back from this yeah. before we got to it. Yes. Talk about yesterday. Um, so yeah, I just, so I've been working from home this week and I, you texted me at like, what, 2.30 or something, 2.15. <laughs> I was just like, hey, you've seen what's happening in DC. I was, and I, I just, you know, was working and I didn't, wasn't really paying attention. And you sent me a photo of people climbing over a wall. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what's going on? Immediately Google it and see that there are people like in the process of breaking down the door of the Capitol building. And I was flummoxed at it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. But yeah, it was this wild, and I sat there in awe. I was texting like a million different people, my coworkers who were all at the office, and they were watching on the new, they were all like huddled around <laughs> with TV watching, and just, oh, yeah, yeah, just wildness. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty insane. I, yeah, emotions always run like really high at a time like that, so. It's right. But uh, yeah, I mean, what can we say except it seemed to me that it was an almost unilateral like condemnation. A lot of the, I mean, obviously the left was um, just absolutely, I don't even know what word to use, but I mean, super were, disappointed. And yeah, and I think that's fair because yeah. I think something that I've been thinking about a lot in the last 24 hours was there's so many times or so many people and myself included that have been like, well, you know, Trump's words are really terrible and whatever. And 
this is, you know, but his policies have been really great. And I really like this, this, and that, and the other. And then because I kind of, everyone just kind of assumed nothing would ever actually happen from like his, his words or his actions. But basically it was kind of incited by when they were at the white house, they had a protest. He was giving a speech and he said, let's all march down to the white Capitol building. I'm coming with you. Let's go. He didn't go. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, he. I think he said the words, we got to do something about it or something like that. Or... Yeah, it was very kind of like, this is happening right now. We got to, yeah. something's got to happen. And so people marched down from the White House to the Capitol building and then chaos ensued from there. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think like it's hard to just say that this was some crazy Trumpies that wasn't instigated by him. I think he had a significant yeah. role in this and his tweets Absolutely. in the last three or four days have been even more inflammatory and yep. um, so it's it's wild and I think there are so many even big Trump supporters in the last 24 hours that have been I was wrong I didn't think it was gonna this was gonna happen yeah um, absolutely yeah it, I mean for those on the left or uh, like the big tech who has made decisions to either remove or flag uh, these sorts of speeches, these sorts of, uh, what do they call it? Um, just unfounded conspiracy theories, unbased right. stuff like that. They've been removing it all in, in fear that it would inspire something like this. And then you have your people on the right wing. And I, I think I would tend to be on the side of saying like, oh, you shouldn't do this. Like, right. And I still think that, but obviously they, they have a very compelling point in yesterday, which is, yeah, this is going to be one kind of speech. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of this, I think, came out of online groups or online oh, yeah. resentment. And like, and could, if Facebook had, and Twitter and, you know, Instagram had cracked down really, really hard and let right. no political speech happen, would this have still happened? Probably. The internet is a huge place. Like, these things were, right. could have still happened. Uh, but it's definitely yeah. became more mainstream in the last two months than it ever has been before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, obviously it's probably too early to say anything like this, but I don't think this was a planned, like, I don't no, think these no, people came I don't. to Washington to seize the Capitol, but obviously it, it happened. Right. Yeah. Um, it was just wild live just watching these videos of, so like on, tw people were, were live streaming themselves inside the Capitol and uh, you know, these crazy people that just, you know, you can whip out your phone and pull up Facebook Live or Twitch yeah. or whatever you want and just be like, I'm here. And there are people posing yeah. and doing all sorts of stupid things and sitting on Nancy Pelosi's desk and oh my gosh, pictures yes. of her receptionist's like mailbox, like count, like yes. email folders, like just wild stuff. Yeah, insane. And I, another huge reaction that I had was just, how how is it this easy? Like yeah, no, I think I, a lot of the narrative coming out of this is going to be, what what was the what was DC police doing? Like, did they right. not think something like this could happen? Yeah, where were the what was the law enforcement? Where were the safeguards? Because yeah. I didn't watch a lot of the buildup. You know, I kind of jumped in, but it seemed like there there wasn't much like clash. You know, a lot of times in these right. riots or protests, there's like these this big clash. And then something happens, but this was just kind of like they just kind of swarmed to the front and got in. Um, 
and then eventually the National Guard was deployed and it was people went home pretty quick after it got dark which was good because after it got I was worried after it got dark if it could have you know gotten even worse or like other people came out that aren't necessarily involved you know just who knows right Um, yeah absolutely yeah unbelievable I mean I'm with you Uh, it feels like a huge failure on the defense team or police or whatever yeah group was in charge but maybe it could be said that the priority was keeping the congress people safe yeah and which they were like, they did they, do that they did do that they got they had their gas masks they were prepared but it still it was like this quick kind of like we got to get out of here right now like it was yeah you know, it still seemed just feels like they should also be able to keep people out of the building like, <laughs> right especially on yeah. a, a day like today when people were especially people on the left, I feel like we're like, something could happen. Be careful. And then, yeah. like, right? Like that was the sentiment over the last couple of days. Like this. Yeah. So. And when you have a crowd of that many people, like you should be planning ahead. I mean, when all of the Black Lives Matter protests were happening, the Capitol oh. was well protected. And it was so like was the White armed, House. Guard, like tons of armed guards. Yes. And it's like, why are you not doing that? And yeah, yeah so... So, I mean, obviously there's a lot of theories about like, well, the cops are tend to vote right wing, so they don't prepare for these kind of things and they are not as harsh. And it's definitely fair that like, you know, there was a lot less confrontation with this group. Um, So that that is, I'm sure a whole separate topic, but yeah. 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 There'll be a lot of good conversations hopefully to come out of this or terrible conversations. I know I, it's, Something I was listening, I was watching ABC, um, their live stuff yesterday, and one of the things, I can't remember who said it, it was one of the anchors, or maybe Chris Christie, it was like, I just hope that something out of this, you know, we can unite behind it and whatever. Yeah. And then like three hours later, I was on Facebook and reading, and someone was like, it's all Antifa. Antifa's the one who did everything. <laughs> it's, all, it's all fake, and these weren't Trump supporters, yeah. and... The, have you seen the have you seen the image of the guy with the hammer and sickle on his on his hand oh, oh hammer and sickle and you know what it is it's from the dishonored video game <laughs> yeah 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 it's like some nerd thing right <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah people uh, are ridiculous i have i also am seeing like two other big responses from like really far right wing people which is first oh they didn't actually do anything like it wasn't as bad and all they did was like take selfies and, you know, at least on public property. And then right. the other response, which is like, oh, they were way more coordinated than Antifa. And like, they actually got into public spaces and did what Antifa could never have done. It's like, which is it? Did you do more than Antifa or less than Antifa? You can't right. say both. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. It's just, I really think there's not much defend. There's not any defending yeah. it. Like it's I just seen much defense. It needs to be condemned, for, yeah. which I think is the, the saddest thing. Also, I think besides Trump inciting it, it was, he did nothing to help really yeah. for hours. It's I mean, too little too late. Yeah. People were calling him. I know like, there are people on t- like all the congressmen and the senators are like we're trying to call him we're trying to get a hold of the president no he's not answering anyone's calls like what is he doing um yeah. probably just sitting back smiling i don't <laughs> i don't know uh yeah i mean 
I'm sure it was a slow realization that like, oh, this is really bad. This is not going to end well for anyone. Yeah, I don't know what is in his mind. I think he just wants to go out with a bang. Literally, like he just, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I think, so yeah, so he sent out a tweet saying everyone to be safe or like right it was like a no violence but it wasn't like a get out right but it wasn't like you're literally they're literally in the capital right now you're not gonna tell yeah. them to get out and then he released an, a minute-long statement that was like 75 percent we've been this the election's fake and 25 percent you should yeah. leave <laughs> i was like okay sure yeah it was um, bad today's message was a million times better yes yes because last night's message also which was the one that caused facebook to ban him like permanently or indefinitely and Twitter to suspend his account for yes, 24 hours and I, take I down three, that also. Yeah. three posts was he said something like never forget this day. This is a great day for patriotism or something like very, yeah, not condemning very, uh, you know, um, and that was p- taken down pretty quick. Yeah. And, um, but you know, so I had all these, th- all these things in my head, but then today's concession was very much um, on par, I feel like, for what I thought would Trump would do originally when the election ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've, what we've you hoped anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yep. Anyway. Yes. It's, uh, it seems like a huge shift has happened, and I he's think... ready, to, ready to call it a day, and then... Yeah, part of it is probably because he's uh, there's a lot of talk about impeachment, and by the time this episode is published, there's probably going to be a lot more um, knowledge about will the impeachment go forward or will they right. claim Article Twenty Five or Twenty Fifth Amendment? Or, right. Which, for those who don't know, the Twenty Fifth Amendment is you can declare if the president's administration, including the vice president and his cabinet, to say that he's unfit for presidency, the vice president immediately becomes president. In case, right. you know, someone suffered a stroke or, you know, like couldn't function or was in a coma or like whatever various yeah. thing happened. Um, so I think the statement today was very much, I don't want that <laughs> because I think, yeah. I don't know how the 25th Amendment works for re-election. If you get declared unfit, if you can be declared un- or fit again, I don't know how, I don't know how it works. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to happen, so... No, good point. But impeachment very well could happen. Impeachment could happen, and I think, yeah, I don't know if Trump expected as many senators to like flip on him because there were what fifteen, sixteen, or something that were originally going to vote for like looking into yeah fraud allegations, and it only ended up being like six or seven last night. Yeah, I think so. So that was a pretty big swing. Although the Congress was less there's still like a hundred that disapproved. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah. I don't know if he was expecting the, the backlash as much as he got. So. Yeah. Very interesting. I was kind of shocked that they went and had the electoral verification vote that night, because if I were them, I would be worried about, well, what if one of these lunatics left some, I don't know, some, bad powder substance or well they didn't go back into the capitol building oh they They, did they all convene wherever they were taken we don't i don't think anyone knows 
uh-huh. but they were all taken to a secure location and they all got together in the secure location to continue to vote. Oh, um, I did not know that. 8 p.m. last night. Yeah, so wow. they couldn't, okay, that makes they a couldn't lot more clear, sense. they couldn't clear the Capitol in time. They, they found like three other, the FBI or the Secret Service or whoever found like three other what could have been potential bombs left that were cleared out this morning or in the middle of the night. I don't know. Um, yeah. So yeah, they were in a whole different space to okay. actually do the vote. Yeah, because I know they held a vote at like 4 a.m., but I didn't know. Well, yeah, I mean, there was a lot, there's lots of votes because they're starting yeah, right. all night long, but right, right, right. it finished around 4 a.m. Wow. Crazy. Yep. But what a day. It sounds like Joe Biden actually will 100% now be our president. <laughs> yes. January 20th, which I was like 99% sure before, but. Right. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that that's that. And then the other big news is obviously Georgia, the two Senate seats like we've been referring to, both went to the Democrat candidates, which means that the Senate is officially at 50-50. And in the case of the 50-50 tie, the vice president will break votes, who will obviously be Kamala Harris, which she's a very Democrat senator, has been voting with the party for uh, since she was in the Senate. And... Yeah, that is big news. There's going to be a lot of ramifications of that. Obviously, the Senate, or the Senate, the House, and the Executive are all uh, Democrat-controlled, even though the Senate is you know, a close one. Um, but well, yeah, and the House is pretty close now too. True, I mean, true. They're both not, close. Yeah, it's not far off anymore. Um, but it is really, it's just really interesting because we, so we've never had in America, we've never had a fifty-fifty split, um, which is kind of wild it's not i don't think it'll make that big a difference because we're i was just looking up who becomes the senate majority leader because usually it's the majority but if there's no majority it'll probably just be the vice president's party since she splits the tie it will be chuck schumer um because he was the minority leader so that's yeah interesting so it's basically democrat run um but 50-50 is not, you know, 51-49, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, there are a couple senators that voted with Trump about 50% of the time on yep. um, various issues. So, obviously, like, Joe Manchin is the big one that at least stands out to me as one who has not been afraid to side with the Republicans in huge pivotal votes. I think his county is very – or his uh, district is very – Trump leaning and all of right. that, or his state, I guess, and doesn't really have a district, but yeah, basically, he's uh, no sure shoe in for any sort of giant votes. But maybe this is wildly optimistic. But maybe, just maybe, with a tighter House and a tighter Senate, and Trump no longer being in office, we might see a little bit less hyperpartisanship. Maybe, maybe I I hope I like. Hopefully there are things that can happen that are compromises and good actual governing instead of just stonewalling or posturing right. for posturing stake for your constituent. Like there's so there's been, I mean, with all this fraud stuff, that's like, I feel like all that it has been is just people, you know, senators right. and congressmen posturing for their base instead of actually doing right. their jobs. Um, so hopefully that gets back to that. I would, very yeah. much like that if that was the case <laughs> yeah yeah so. we'll see high hope high hopes yep but 
Yeah, and I don't know, we probably don't have time to get into it to all today, but it would be, I'm looking forward to talking about our predictions on what the Democrats will do, having all three controls. Like we've, we've obviously seen a lot of disunity in the GOP the last couple of days, but prior to, I don't know, the last four months, I would have said it was the Democrat party who was more split between like the further left progressive wing and the more like traditional moderate Democrats. Um, so obviously that will yeah, I, be a renewed tension. Yeah. I mean, I think that's going to be a part of, part of it, especially as we get into like, just like as whenever with the president party, I think you see more splits in, in, in that, like we're going to have these issues that are brought up that may pass in the Senate, but also are going to be split because the far lefties want something even stronger than the thing right. that's passed. So there might be some, some issues with that, like we saw with the Republicans this year. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the Republic, the GOP is going to really have to look at itself over the next four years. Cause I think this is a, this is a turning point. Yeah. Are we going to, how do we change how much Trumpism stays in our politics and in our policies? What will happen in 2024? Who will be nominated? So it's going to be a, um, pretty interesting. Absolutely. Um, and then they have house elections every two years, every two years. Yes. Yeah. So there'll be a bunch more people up in, in, you know, at midterms. Yes. Yeah, so halfway through and there'll be enough Senator, there'll be some senators that I'm sure will be up for reelection too. Yeah. So cause that's every six. So there will be people that, you know, both of the houses could flip depends on how well Biden, how much Biden is like over the next two years. Sure, um, and, and just what happens, like economy-wise, pandemic-wise. Like usually midterms will flip, but I could also see, because over the next, because people hated 2020 so much, over the next year and a half, if everything just gets better, like yeah. the vaccine could go well for out, Biden. everyone yeah, yeah. gets better, the economy comes back, jobs are brought back, and it may not just be Biden, but you know, he's president and he gets the lion's share of that you know, economic yes. kind of like yes. put on him. And so we, who, who knows, we could see him, the approval rating doing well and right. the Democrats making control for all four years. Um, yeah. It's just going to depend on what happens in the next couple of years. So. Yeah. A lot to consider for sure. Yeah. It, I think it will be more boring uh, politically probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trump has I, made... I, every little thing so exciting because the media and everyone is obsessed with everything he says. And so it will probably be less so. Um, but we'll see. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting, especially I think after COVID dies down a little bit, I probably still be a, a bit involved. I mean, another episode I'd like to do is maybe, maybe for next week is looking at Joe Biden's, week one promises and just seeing what what does he follow through on because i mean everyone who runs a campaign day one we're gonna do this we're gonna do that right right there's all those executive orders that get overturned day one all of the different like there's a bunch of stuff that usually happens right or like the first hundred days first 10 days you know there's a plan for each of those right so usually there's some big promises and then delivery is always kind of a toss-up so right be interesting to talk about what are we going to expect to see in the next two weeks? What are those day one promises? 
Yeah. What are the executive orders? What's getting tossed out? Are we rejoining Paris Accords? You know, big things that have been promised. When will those get done? Yeah. Uh, I think probably we should, we'll do that next week because by the time that episode comes out, it'll have been inaugurated. So yeah. that will be, uh, that will be good to do. Yeah. But yeah. Just to look at what the next four years were going to look like after these last yeah. ones. So yeah, absolutely. It's super interesting. Entering a new era. Yes. Feels yeah. like it is, it's finally here. I hope we're out of surprises. I really do too. This week has had enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 2021. 2020 just had, like, that last whisper from the grave. Like, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just crazy events. And I, I do think it's I, – I, this is a circle back a little bit because we, we already mentioned Georgia. But I just find it interesting that both Democrats ended up winning because I really thought that one of them – Especially, um, uh, not Purdue, right? No, the, the, who's the, the guy that. There's Warnock and Ossoff won. And the Purdue yeah. and Loeffler were the. Purdue's the one that, that could have won, right? That looked like. Purdue had a better win. shot than Loeffler. Right. I really thought he was going to do it. Um, but I think the, the rhetoric that came from Trump right after the election really put a damper on people's interest in voting in Georgia and the Democrats outspent so much in the like yeah. ads and people turned out and it's yeah it's just really <laughs> interesting um, yeah I think a big factor was probably a lot of disenfranchised Republican voters who have uh, they turned out big yep. for Trump and now, ever since then, they think it's stolen, and Trump has been saying it's stolen. And yeah, if you think the election's stolen and nothing you'd say vote matters, why go out and vote? Like, right. that's the logic there. Right. And so. I think a lot of these people turned out to vote who might not, and then they vote Trump, and they're like, oh, I'll also vote for the red senator and not the blue senator. And like, that's all the thought that went into it. So now Trump's not there to drive out the vote the way right. he was. I mean, that's obviously true of the left, because obviously, in, in, the Democrats would have a bigger incentive to get Trump out and the same thing. But I, I, I definitely feel like there's a lot of Republicans who are just like, forget this, you know, we, we lost yeah. Trump and just less enthusiastic about voting. Well, I think that's a lot. I mean, I think that's the case in, in general with that, this elect, this past election is that it was less Joe Biden and more anti-Trump yep. and very pro-Trump and not even just conservative policies. It was just like yeah. Trump versus not Trump. And, um, yeah, so. Yeah, huge gain for the there. Democrats. I mean, Georgia, you know, was very red really not that long ago. And yeah. to see it kind of blue sweep is pretty amazing. Right. Yeah. There was a, did you hear that? There was a Georgia congressman who switched from Democrat to Republican like this week. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I That's forget his name. Let me look weird. it up really quick. I was I just, just been, that. I've just been looking at like all the different um, senators and congressmen and all their identities for project for works. So that's interesting. Okay, let's see. Yeah, Georgia State Rep Vernon Jones announces he's joining the Republican Party. Interesting. But apparently he was campaigning for Trump last year, so this is not like that. Shocking. Okay, and he's a state 
he's a state rep, right? So he is he a state he, rep? Yeah, because he's not he's not like yeah. Anyway, that's interesting. That is interesting. I don't know. I just thought it was weird for Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, no, Georgia no. House of Representatives. Okay. Yeah. Still very interesting. Wild. But yeah, Georgia, you know, tends to be pretty Republican. So. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Well, anything else to say about this crazy week? Nah, I mean, what else is there? No, there's plenty to talk about. I think we'll kind of continue a little bit of less about the Capitol riot and more about right moving forward. Um, we'll have a, a bit more political talk and then see see what happens. I'm sure it'll be a busy next couple of weeks. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, yeah I'll probably be focused on politics for a few weeks. And then yep. figure it out from there. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen and yep. move on. Finally move on. For sure. All right. Well, do you have a recommendation for us? Yeah, I have probably the most basic that recommendation on the show of all time. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and share my screen um, just because we got to get that sweet, sweet visualization. Oh, yeah, right. for sure. Boom. Taylor Swift. Wait, oh, this there it goes. Year, okay. Oh, it works now? Yep, yep, yep. Has released two albums. For a total uh, of 34 songs. <laughs> so many songs. So, Folklore came out June? May? June? Yeah, June. 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 Um, and it's a great album. It's very different for Taylor Swift. It's been around for six months, so you guys probably know about it. Uh, but if you have not listened to it, it's great. It's very peaceful, very nice. There is a non-explicit version for the um, cautious listeners. And then <laughs> she released a second sort of continuation surprise album. Sister album. She, yeah, when did she announce that? It was like a surprise. The day both, of them were, both of them were the day of. They were like, surprise tonight, coming out. Yeah. Like this crazy, which she's known for having, you know, huge elaborate. Huge, right. You know, teases for months and then. Releasing you know, single after single, each seven one. Seven singles. Charts, right, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. So uh, definitely a change of direction for her. You can tell that this was like a big quarantine project. Um, they're very like folksy. I wonder what it's, if it says. Nah. Okay. But basically yeah. it, it's a lot more like folk, indie style music um for the easy definition i guess but basically how do i get zoom back i'm struggling where's my like, like little stop, stop sharing oh it's up here it's hiding from me. <laughs> um yeah so really new sound and for her and i think she did that first album and loved writing it so much that she she basically said i just couldn't stop writing music and i have a whole nother album and here it is yeah They've both been really good. I know Jared and I are huge, both huge fans of it. Um, I think sure. Taylor Swift was my number two artist this year on Spotify. Rap. Nice. It's like yeah. a weird top three. It's like Blink 182's Taylor Swift and Post Malone. Like a I was very, like, it's probably Post Malone. <laughs> a very eclectic three. Not eclectic. They're all very popular, but it's like a strange mix, I guess. Indifferent. indifferent. They're, diff they're popular for different people. Yeah, say. exactly. So, uh, I recommend those two albums, especially the one that just came out. Um, yes, I really like it more a lot. So we 
right before we went live, I was telling Jared I was going to recommend this, and we looked, um, and two more songs came out just today, today the <laughs> deluxe version that we have not even heard. So, yeah, so if those songs suck, like, yeah, play ex- exactly. <laughs> exactly. But we'll hopefully go listen to them right after this. Yes. Um, Perfect. All yeah, right. Should yeah. I wrap us up? Wrap us up. All right. Well, this has been Critical Conversations. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're just happy to talk and be back in a new year. Um, I think we're going to have some some good discussions and hopefully have some more guests on this year. And it's yes. Gonna be- um really great so if you want to be on the show you know us reach out that would be awesome um but yeah uh we are on facebook you can follow us there for all our updates and episodes uh we are also on uh, apple music or apple podcasts and itunes and spotify and podcasts and everything else and yeah that, oh, on youtube and follow us you know all the things so like and subscribe like and subscribe hit that bell (laughs) (laughs) you really want to be notified Uh. (laughs) sorry i hate i hate us too Uh. um but yeah uh next week probably talk about joe biden stuff so yes join us for that uh it'll be interesting it's gonna be interesting for For sure sure. All all right thank you guys see y'all next week